nobody has anything to protect themselves. Mm-hmm. Think I mean, think about the mobile detail guy. You think they got? You think they got insurance? Are they got, ins- they got business insurance? Do they even true. know about that? You know, it's like there's so many things that could go wrong. We're messing with things that cost so much money mm-hmm. that if something happens, what are you going to do? Man, this is going to be a crazy good episode. We have a, a special guest this time, Trevor with the Detail Lab. Um, we're going to be discussing some crazy in-depth topics all around detailing, the business side of detailing, things that we wish we would have done early on in our detailing businesses. So you're not going to want to miss it. And we're actually going to split this up into a three-part series. And this is part one of the Detail Spot podcast with Trevor uh, from the Detail Lab. So let's dive in. So Trevor, you work in Frisco, Texas, um, in a detail shop there. Um, how long have you been in business? So I started detailing professionally. So when the LLC started, okay. <laughs> uh, in 2017. Okay. And so I was, um, I was doing the mobile route. I was doing mm-hmm. mobile and then, um, that's when we actually purchased our, our first home too. So mm-hmm. it was mobile and then bring stuff to the house when I could. Mm-hmm. But yeah, 2017 is when it popped off. Heck yeah. And uh, how long did you like stay mobile before you ended up getting a shop? So I knew, I knew the, 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 where I wanted to go, like market wise, like mm-hmm. straight out of the gates. Um, it's just like, cause of the circle that I ran with and mm-hmm. the, I mean, dude, like if, you know, you've been to, you said you, you've been out to Frisco, like mm-hmm. uh, in the Dallas area, it is so it's baller, easy. Bro. It's oh, it's baller. <laughs> every, I mean, if you drive down main, like real Dallas, like, you know, uh, mm-hmm. Turtle Creek area, Mockingbird over there by the airport, you're always going to see a Bentley. You're always going to see an Escalade or, you know, a G wagon. I mean, it's, it's hundred thousand dollar plus cars. So me coming from the personal training side of the world where I'm already charging 85 to a hundred dollars an hour. That's the only market that I was thinking of. I'm like, yeah, why would you go, go down? Like, right, why would you yeah. demote yourself? Yeah, and I want, I want to mess with the people because of mm-hmm. networking. I want to mess with those people that got those cars. One, how can they teach me or put me on game or like, you know, or, you know, if we develop this relationship, where could that relationship go? They bring me into a deal or something like that. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. there's so many possibilities, but it starts with, I think, like identifying what direction you want to go with the business because there's mm-hmm. so many directions nowadays yeah definitely and like that that um that personal trainer aspect is already like a luxury service anyway it's pretty similar to detailing if you think about it it's like i feel it th- i feel it is the exact same because like the things that i dealt with like cancellations mm-hmm. day of you know how to take the payment hey you know like or if you're doing like wash services you know like that you talked about doing maintenance washers and uh doing memberships and stuff Hey, you know, we've got, we've got three sessions left. It's time to re up, you know, like those awkward conversations that you got to have. It was like me sliding into this industry. It was like, man, this, I'm messing with the same people doing the same thing. It's just a lot more labor. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Yeah. 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 But it's, it's, yeah, it's, you know, you have the clients that go to that hire a personal trainer. They are the people that have money, you know, they're, 
you know, you're not going to see, um, and they're motivated too. So like people who are hiring a personal trainer, they're more motivated people and generally more motivated people are the ones who have the money are the people who can afford things like detailing. Um, so it goes hand in hand. I've always said, and I think like, man, I wish we could do some data research on this because <laughs> it would be so interesting. I think the best client is the person don't get upset, but like, this is just like, you know, this, this is what I've kind of seen mm-hmm. and the, the type of car you can afford at that point is about $70,000 a year to about $200,000 a year. That client right there. And the reason why I say that range is because most of the time, those people, they've got 500, 700,000, 1500, $2,000 of extra play money mm-hmm. and afford to go do a luxury good. Like, Hey, I'm going to go see a trainer two times a week. It's going to be $800 a month or, you know, three times a week, it's going to be $1,200 a month. You know, like, well, I have a high horsepower car that, you know, that I'm going to go race to the drag strip. I know I'm going to have to buy tires, you know, at least once or twice a month, you know, depending on how hard I go on it. So, you know, if you, those are the kind of niches you can go after, but I think that is like the best people because they have that money and they're not, We'll tell, I'm sure we'll talk about it in later ones, but like the bad experiences that you have with the people that have got everything and, you know, they're the ones who are beating you up the most, like asking you for discounts, asking you for additional services, just because they have it all, or they've got millions of dollars or a million dollar plus home, million dollars of cars. It's just like, you start to kind of fine tune who you want to work with and who you want to be around and network and everything. Yeah, 100%. Like a lot of the richer people, probably like the ones above that 200,000, they almost um, sometimes get like a power trip and like want to use that. um, Like I've been there, done that, you know, and a lot of times they really don't even have time to even care about building relationship with you. Um, You know, they may have you're a seasonal, you're a transactional item for them. And that's something I learned from training too. Is like, I only need you how much I need you. You know, mm-hmm. and, and and for a lot of those people that I'm sure you've dealt with in your detailing career, that I need you to show up, do the job, leave. Mm-hmm. That's all we're really paid to do. You know, exactly. and yeah, for sure. You know, I need you to come at the house. You said you're going to be here at this time. You have the garage code. I know that you're gonna you're gonna do the job right. I trust you. Put all the keys back up. Lock up the house. Put the garage up. Power wash the you know the concrete. We're good. You know, it's like yeah, and they, those, those are people. Those people. And they don't pay attention to like the, that unique experience that you, um, you strive for that you like you pride yourself on. They don't even notice those type of things. Like, so that mid range of people are the best. Cause like, they're like, man, I respect that dude's hustle. I respect the, um, he went out of his way to do something different, provide me with a crazy good experience. But those dudes that are, that don't have the time to think about it. Those people right. really they may not return because they just want someone to come do it now, come get it done the same day. And then the people below that, they generally don't have the money to afford the luxury service. So they're not paying attention to it and they really don't care about it because they don't want to pay for it anyway. So right. I agree with that. Like the the Ferraris and the, the Lamborghinis, those are cool for content, but like the Mercedes, the BMWs, those are the ones that, that make you the money. Those Audis, like those really good cars, but like you see more of them. Right. And I think um, the that clientele, let's let's just say like 
million plus, you know, the million plus clientele. Um, They know what they want, but they don't know exactly what they're getting or how hard it is. And then they, the money to them is different because some of them, it's like, hey, no problem. Thousand bucks, thousand bucks. Here you go. No big deal. But some of them, it's like, oh, it's a thousand bucks. Well, what's the material? What's your material cost? They think too much. They're right. Too deep. I, I, I need to see a breakdown of what because like this is a this is a crazy story. It's short, and I'll tell you real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I had a, I had a Ferrari guy reach out to me, and he wanted to do clear bra. I mean, paint correction, two step correction on a black Ferrari, mm-hmm. clear bra the whole front, then coat it all. So I'm telling him everything, and he go, he's like he's trying to break down of it like like a line item, like you know mm-hmm. what every single piece costs because he wants to know what we're making per hour. And he goes, man, you know, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I have a real time. I have a real hard time paying somebody that makes more money than me an hour. And I was just like, that is an interesting, I like kind of just took it in. I was like, okay, well, that's interesting. <laughs> I'm like, well, you do know that like, I'm about to spend 10, 12 hours of on your $250,000 Ferrari four, five, eight. And at any time, the paint could be thin anywhere and I blow through it. So it's just yeah. like, you know, there's, yeah, less, sure. there's, there's, perf- I mean, like time and talent, there. man, time yeah. and talent, you know, <laughs> that's crazy, man. So, um, so you knew like right off the rip, you were going to, you wanted to service those type of people, like those higher end people along the way, like what, cause I mean, you kind of started with, an experience like most probably don't like most are not starting in there with a luxury type of service that they already know. Like I want to stay here or promote myself into a better career. Um, like mm-hmm. detailing, that was like your promotion pretty much. Like you knew you were already making $85 an hour as a personal trainer. You're going in to make more, start your own business to make more. Now, what was like something that you, um, like, like new guys, they, they start and they're cool with making 20, 15 an hour. And they're probably not making any money really, but money's money to them. It's green. And and they think, Hey, and they're working working. for sure. For sure. The -hmm. schedule's full. They're out there banging the streets. They're having fun. They're getting cash in their hands. But at the end of the day, it's like, man, I just paid everybody out. And I've got like X, like, yeah, dude, I I know exactly. Uh, So like, kind of like what I did was, is like, and I've said it in uh, my first kind of like beginner podcast is I, I was like, I literally, because I had a sports car at the time, I had a CTSV, mm-hmm. I already had like detailed guys working on my stuff. So I would observe them. And then like, once I wanted, once I got my home, I was like, I really would like to get back in this business because I did it back when I was a teenager mm-hmm. and like going through high school and college. And, uh, I reached out to what I thought at the time was like the top guys in the DFW area. And I literally just hit them up on Instagram and Facebook. And I was just like, Hey man, um, I would love to just like be a fly on the wall at your shop and just like Mm -hmm. observe you. Like we don't have to talk. Like if you can tell me to like do anything, I'll do it. Like, I just want to, you know, get to know what is going on right now. And you know, the news techniques and all that stuff. And dude, like the three guys that I asked, they were like, no, and I was like, oh, and so that motivated me, you know. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, okay, 
Let's go then. Let's go. <laughs> Could have been a lot smoother for them, like a better uh, working within each, like working around each other. Now it's like fuel to the fire. Oh, yeah. So what I did was I looked at everybody's prices. Who's the top dog? Mm-hmm. Where do I go from there? And where do I want to start? Because like I think this is the biggest issue that we have when you start the business is like you're doing these very small prices. And you're going above and beyond, going above and beyond to get the client to buy in on you. And then they're telling people, well, dude, you just sold yourself short because you just sold your first guy or, you know, you, that, that really good established relationship, you sold it at 80 bucks and you're, and you're worth 150. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? That guy's going to tell his 10 other friends, dude, he just did an amazing fucking job. And it's only 80 bucks. And then it's now like, great. You got 10 new clients, but dude, you're not making the money and you're doing the work. Yep. I, um, within the detail community, like what I was telling about yesterday was we do like monthly trainings and, and monthly lessons come out. And the, this month of the coming up February's the, the lesson is like, you know, what you, what you have now, like what clients you have now, if you're still continuing to try to find those clients and you're still saying yes to those ones that you really don't see yourself doing in two years, you're setting yourself up for failure and you're kind of like crippling yourself and postponing um, how far you're going to go. Because like, if you were to take on clients that you know, you want to do two years from now, like you, that's, that's what your dream is that that's those, those type of clients are your goal. If you are, um, if you're not doing those type of clients now, you're not going to attract them. Like you, you do you, what you detail is what you attract. So like premium clients want to see that you're, you're providing a service for other premium clients. So like those low quality uh, people or those low quality clients, they're just telling their other local, generally they hang out with who they are. So if they're a low quality client, they're hanging out with other low quality people and they're telling those people. And then you just keep stacking your schedule with other people just like that. So it's like you're postponing or you're um, decreasing the the amount of time it could take you to get to where you, you want to be. Yeah. And what is, what is so wild about that is that I still see it to this day and I'll like, I'll, I'll get on to them. I'm like, don't hate on it guys. But like, this is, I, I think this is key information and I just feel like that it works is like, how many times have you seen Ferrari do a commercial? How many times have you seen a Lamborghini commercial? How many times have you seen a Rolls Royce? Mm-hmm. You know, like, do you ever see them doing this? Mm-mm. I think specials kill these detailers so quick is because they'll, you know, they've established a price, they've established a clientele or whoever they're going to start going after. And then they get slow, dude. It's, it's like, like around Christmas time, I literally like, I'm like, who's doing specials now? You know, like it's, it's, it's slow time, you know, it's just like, and then I see it and then they'll complain like, dude, you know, I just sold uh, 10 jobs at 600 bucks. And I'm like, yeah, but that's your normal $1,200 job. Mm-hmm. I'm like, cool, working you- twice as hard for it now. Yeah, great. You stack the deck, you got all that cash in quick, but it's like, okay, again, those people now think that you're $600. Mm -hmm. So any word of mouth that goes out now, 
is, hey, Trevor's $600. And then that's, that's a communication error that happens when you get face-to-face with the client. It's because they, they have the expectation already that they're paying 600 bucks. And then you hit them like, hey, total job is 1800. And they're like, what? Mm-hmm. You know, like it's, I had, I actually had that happen. Uh, it was over an email exchange. Lady thought that the, the, the total price was 800 because I have each service broken down into its own separate thing. Mm-hmm. She shows up to my door to literally drop off the car. We've, you know, everything's great, been a great experience. And then uh, she drops the car off and I go, Hey, you know, I'm just letting you know, like when you come pick up tomorrow, you know, uh, you've, you've already paid the the first 800. We got the second 800 tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And it looked like you saw the blood rain trying to come out of her face. I was like, yeah, it's 1600. And I walked her in and I had to like show her the price sheet. And it's like, yeah, it's everything separate. So it's like, we're doing a correction mm-hmm. and we're doing a coding. Those are separate. We add them together, tax included. Boom. That's just your final price. And she was like, okay but i mean i annihilated this black lexus for it, it looked amazing yeah that's but good like, at least she was cool like you know at yeah. least she was like okay i messed up <laughs> you got to get those prices down and i think you got to stick to them because if anything it's in the following years that you start hiking them up mm-hmm. you know market inflation you know just yeah. just like the dealership <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's and like and those guys that did it for that six hundred dollars during that promotion, they'll do it for six hundred dollars again. Like that, you you just totally. showed your bottom dollar. Like you just showed right. you're selling a car. It's like you're telling that guy, you say you want twelve thousand dollars for that car, but you'll take ten. And you told them before you go to meet what your bottom dollar is. Those clients that are coming in, they know your bottom dollar now. They know what you're willing to take. So you're going to have people come in, and um, they're either going to come in and negotiate. Or they're just going to wait until you offer that promotion again because you're going to offer it again. I know. I literally have already had this conversation. Like, like, please. I had to tell one of my one of my buddies. I'm like, please stop doing the specials, dude. I was like, it is going to kill you. I was like, that's why you have these ebbs and flows of your business. Is because if it was your client and I had multiple cars, all I got to wait for is you to get slow and then for you to pop up your special and then yep, boom, 100%. I've got. And then I've got you. I want to take a break from the episode really quick and tell you about something that is now available to the detailing industry. And it's now available to you to join. And it's called the detail community. And what it is, is it's a full library of resources, lessons, trainings on how to either start, grow, or level up your business. doesn't matter what stage you're at. You can come view this at any time. You can come check this library out at whatever stage you're at within your business. You may be looking to uh, dominate your area online how to rank on Google, or you're looking for proven sales strategies that that will make your business more money, or how to create a unique brand so that it stands out to your potential client. All of that plus some is included in this detail community. You get access to all of that and you get access to everything else that is added because new monthly content, new monthly trainings, lessons are coming out every month. And you're not going to want to miss out on all that because it's going to cut down that trial and error phase of doing business. It's going to cut out that taking years to succeed. I'm going to show you everything, everything that proven that is proven to work and everything that some of the top performing detailers are using within their business. And here's the coolest part. You get risk-free. You can try it risk-free for 30 days for only $1. 
After that, you get a founding member rate of only $27 per month, and it's never going to go up. You're grandfathered in at that founding member rate of $27 a month, and you get access to everything now and everything that is that is available in the future. Here's something else that you get. You get the community aspect of it. Detailers are joining every day and you get access to them. You get to connect with them, have them in your corner to ask questions, in-depth questions and get in-depth answers back. And you get to share your wins and your action plans with them so you can hold each other accountable. That's what's so cool about this. And you can try it risk-free for 30 days for only $1. And then after that, your founding member rate of only $27 a month. So I definitely recommend joining this is going to be huge for your business, huge for you personally, and we can't wait to see you inside. All you have to do to join is go to thedetailcommunity.com forward slash join, or if you're listening on Apple, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, the link will be in the show notes. Again, it's thedetailcommunity.com forward slash join. Just like, I think you got to do, you know, before you start, you got to do the market research of who's in your area, who's charging the most, what kind of price are you, are you willing to do for the work? And the detailers that will do the promotions and they'll, they'll bank their entire, they'll run a promotion for holidays. They'll run a promotion for, and do they'll run it for every holiday. It'll be Valentine's day. It'll be um, Thanksgiving, Halloween, um, birthdays. So like whenever you do that, it's like those client or those, every client that, that follows you on Facebook or follows you on Instagram, those people will wait until you run another promotion and they're going to tell all their friends wait because that you just exposed what your bottom dollar is. It's like, yeah, that's what I would do. If I had 10 cars, I would wait for you to have a slow time. And then, Hey, yep. I know Christmas time next year, I'm getting another $600 one. Why? Mm-hmm. I mean, like I can wait, you know, if he's going to do a full paint correction and coating on it, that means I get a whole year beating the shit out of my car before I go drop it off to you. Like, yep. yeah, it's, it's, they will, um, it's like you, if you had, yeah, like you said, if you had 10 cars, it's like, and you'll do the buy or buy one coding, get the other, you'll see that a lot. It's like, bro, what? And the thing is, is like, if you were to just stick to your guns and you may not, it's not instant money. It's kind of like you just are holding like out. Like, it is, man. It's, it's a long-term thing. It's like building, building a standard for your business. And if you were to wait, like just not never do a promotion, say, Hey, I'm the guy who is what my price is. I charge what I'm worth. And that is what it is. That's going to make you so much more money long-term. It's going to get you to get you to where you want to be quicker than running those promotions. Yeah. You think those promotions are making you a ton of money up front and you know, money's green and that's all you see. Um, but like long-term for like where you want your business to be sticking to your guns and just saying, Hey, this is my price. It's always my price. Um, you know, maybe like an additional service, say they buy a a coding package for 1600 bucks and say, if it's a selling point, this is kind of where I will negotiate a little bit. Like if this is what gets you in the door for that coding and that paint correction price, I'll throw in a glass coating, you know, Mm -hmm. something like that. That's like, that's an okay one, but like upfront telling, you know, exposing all of your cards saying, Hey, this is as low as I'll go on my package. You know, you're negotiating yourself at that point. Like you see these detailers all the time who say, Hey, I hate when the, a person negotiates with me. Well, it's like, you're negotiating with your own business. You're saying, mm-hmm. Hey, this is what I'm going to charge and, or I'm willing to take like, so. Well, I think, well what about, what about this part? So you see special, you hook mm-hmm. the clients in, you got all these brand new guys. Okay. You bust out all the jobs for them. Everyone's mm-hmm. paid. Everyone's happy. Everyone's got their cars done. 
you don't run another special or like, let's say that they go buy another car, they go do something else. They come back to you and you've raised the price now, $600. Now it's mm-hmm. your real $1,200 price. And now yep. they come back and they're like, whoa, dude, like, like, I can't even do business with you now. And then like, then it's like, you're, you're back to square one. You got, you're negotiating with them again. It's just like, I think you got to set your prices in stone. And then the only thing that you do with those prices is you go up from there. So like whenever you first started, um, you kind of already had that up. You already had experience in like doing something more premium. Now, what is something like you wish you were, you would have done differently? Like when you first started. Have policies and procedures. Okay. That I I had nothing. Nobody has anything to protect themselves. Mm-hmm. Think I mean think about the mobile detail guy. You think they got you think they got insurance? Are they got in, they got business insurance? Do they even know about that? You know, it's like there's so many things that could go wrong. We're messing with things that cost so much money mm-hmm. that if something happens what are you going to do? You know, it's just like, um, so like, and I I would say this isn't an advice thing for everyone. Um, the bad things that happen in your business are not failures. It's a learning opportunity for you to make something to put in place where that doesn't happen again. You're all it is any objection or any bad things that happen, something drops on a car or whatever. Now there's a policy and a procedure in place to protect that from ever happening again, which is just covering your own ass. And like, um, you know, what, what I saw in, in this car industry as a whole is, is what I felt like when I was going through the experience of building my CTSV is like, you go drop your car off over at this place. You have no idea when the thing is going to be worked on. You're not getting updated. You know, you're spending all this money. It's kind of a, this up in the air thing until the very end. And one of the sh- first shops that I ever really like learned like proper customer service was this local uh, mechanic shop slash, um, you know, paint and body and kind of everything now was, it was called JP Euro. And like, I went there for just like some simple stuff and like, literally they're pick- taking pictures of when it's in their in their bay when they're working on it when they're installing the part how's the part sound or look or whatever the case is hey we're out on test drive hey we're in detail hey we're in quality control hey it's ready for you to pick up i was floored dude i was just like oh my god why doesn't everybody do this yeah and that was something that i added into my detailing and then like dude you know it people love the foam picture you shoot the car down with foam and it looks all sexy and like you send them the picture they're like oh shit and then what happens two things happen you rinse it off well no well like i mean like like network wise right yeah they they put it out on their facebook they send it to their best friend or like they put it on their instagram and it's like that's the eyeballs right there that's Mm -hmm. what drives the business not fucking tossing up these specials bro yeah, for sure. And like that communication you do with the client as well, like whether it be, say it's a heavy paint correction, like you show them before and afters. You, or when uh, you're during it, like it, it's yep. the discovery of it. Like, hey man, like I got on the back bumper of this area and it looks like it's been repainted. Look, yep. boom. You're it's saving credibility your ass, man. and transparency yep. with them, which they love. Mm-hmm. They, will t- they will tell more people about those things like that than probably the actual job. 
100 percent it's like go ahead it's like if you are touching base with them you touch base like say you're doing a coding a correction it takes like a day or two and you are um you're you're telling them everything as you go it's gonna make you more money too like you you find something else you can add it's like hey i did notice this you know like when the car comes in it's dirty once we get it under lights we see this um would you like to add it you know they they could add it, they could not, but it could make you more money, and they appreciate it. And you not, they now know if they don't add it that it's not going to come out. So it's like saving you and making you more money at the same time. So they know what to expect from that area that you told them about, but then also you have the potential to correct that area if you can and make more money on it. So it's like a win win win, you know. I call it the the first interaction with the client when you get face to face with them. I call it the client discovery, where it's like, <laughs> we go through, hey, let's look this car over together. Mm-hmm. I want to know what your eyes see that what I, my trained eyes see. Because once you kind of go through that process with them, number one, both of your guards are down because I'm a, I've been like, if you're a real businessman, you're, you're being honest, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm showing you what I see. Tell me what you see. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, do you see it the way I see now? Like, that's why this level one that you're wanting to do isn't going to work when we really need the two. Yeah. You know, if it looks like this, you know, what happens when I clay it and it looks worse than this, but I've already told you it's going to be this. Mm -hmm. Now I've shot myself in the foot. I was like, let's go over this together. Once I clay it, you're going to get pictures and everything like that. Once the iron fallout, we get it all cleaned and prepped and everything. Mm -hmm. And then it's in the detail bay. Boom. This is raw paint. This is what we have to work with. This is what I suggest. You know, like they love, I mean, it's just like if you were doing a deal with somebody, you would want to know if they're, if they're about to do some shady shit. It's like the more transparent mm-hmm. you can be with them, the more trust that you build with the client, they're going to share that experience. And return. Like they, oh, they're yeah. always, they're going to be a client for life at that point. Because like they the more you can you, talk to like, them. Boom. It's, it's just like, oh, hey, as soon as the car comes in, just go send it over to Trevor. You know, it's yeah. just like, that's what starts to happen. And then you start getting into like crazy land, you know, where it's like, mm-hmm. you got dealerships dropping cars over at your place. You know, it's like, yeah. you know, it's just, it's, I think establishing the trust, establishing the price, sticking mm-hmm. to your guns. And then um, like, we were kind of getting on topic of like learning these policies and like procedures and stuff to protect yourself. Um, because a lot of the time, like what we were talking about with the money, it's wake up and go, go, go. You know, it's like, no one's looking at this at the end of the day. How much does an actual detail cost me? You know, like for real, like if you guys, have you guys broke that down before? Like how much material does it cost me? How much does it cost me on the towels, the soap, the rags, the, you know, and then you look at it and you're like, okay, my $150 detail really cost me about maybe $20 in product. Okay, well, then there's time too. So are, are you paying a guy to work on the car with you? You know, or like whatever that looks like. It's like, I don't think everybody's sitting down like a businessman and really looking at like, mm-hmm. hey, this is what I'm going to make. They're like, hey, I have a goal to make $100,000 this year, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And then you start like, oh my God, it's, you know, it's only going to take whatever amount of like coatings it would be to reach that. But like, mm-hmm. You know, I've only got to do this, but then like you don't put in the cost, you don't put in the labor. Yeah. And it's just like, then at the end of the year, you've done all this work and you didn't make any money. 
That's it for a part one of the Detail Spot podcast with Trevor as our guest from the Detail Lab. Um, so make sure to stay tuned for part two because we're going to go even further on growing your business and some experiences Trevor had in his detailing business. So make sure to check out part two. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, I would greatly appreciate it if you could leave a review. This greatly helps the podcast grow even further. And we talked about the detail community consider joining that risk-free for 30 days. Your first 30 days, it's only $1 to join. Check that out. You're going to get so much information and the community aspect of it where you can connect with other detailers, other like-minded detailers. So stay tuned for part two of the Detail Spot podcast with Trevor at the Detail Lab.